Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Now, clearly you're a smart person because you're about to listen to the best in the world with Richard Parr. You're wanting to learn from the greatest athletes on the planet. And the thing about you is you want to get even smarter. And I've got the perfect way for you to do it. And that's by listening to more audiobooks. And my friends at audible.com are giving you a free trial. Yes, you heard it right. Free. F-R-E-E. Free 30-day trial to audible.com. All you have to do is go to audibletrial.com forward slash best. We obviously know why. Because it's the best in the world with Richard Parr. That's www.audibletrial.com forward slash best. They've got over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle or MP3 player. That's audibletrial.com forward slash best. The Best in the World podcast with Richard Parr. Back. Welcome to another episode of Best in the World with Richard Parr, and I've got a fantastic guest for you on this week's show, Alfonso Cunningham from Jamaica. He is a two-time Paralympic gold medalist in two different disciplines. In 2004, he won gold in discus in Athens. Eight years later, he was a javelin thrower, and he won gold in London. He's a remarkable character. We talk a whole range of topics. Um, One thing which is very interesting about him and what he talks about in this interview is the lengths he has to go to to be able to pay to attend events across the globe. And it really is an interesting chat with the Jamaican star. Now, in case you're wondering when my birthday is, it's the 18th of December. That's obviously the same birthday as Brad Pitt. I I don't want to say any other similarities to that. But what that also means is I'm a Sagittarius. And apparently the problem with Sagittarius is that they are too honest. And very often that's my problem. I probably say too much than I really should. Um, But I don't want that to change on this show. So one thing I do want to be honest about on this week's episode is I'm not 100% happy with the audio quality, the sound quality. The interview is fantastic. Alfonso is very, very interesting. 
but the sound quality was really not uh, all right I'm gonna say up to par uh, I've been able to manipulate it a little bit on the editing system so I've been able to lose a few of the the bangings and, and a, a bit of the humming in there and I believe it is of a high enough quality to be put out for you to listen to I'm just not overall happy as far as the level I feel this podcast should reach. So please do listen to it. Please realize that this is not going to be the same on any of the future podcasts and we'll ensure that doesn't happen. But I want to build a relationship with you, the listener, and be very honest about that. But regardless, Alfonso is a very interesting guy. Please listen in because he is, of course, the best in the world. The Best in the World Podcast with Richard Parr. Alfonso Cunningham, welcome to The Best in the World with Richard Parr. You're here in Doha for the IPC World Athletic Championships. How have you found it so far? Um, it's uh, great so far. It's um, wonderful. Um, the, the scene in Doha, it's very, you know, I mean, you know, it's, it's a little bit dust, but um, we, we can, you know, um, manage and manoeuvre it and uh, then again we have the sightseeing from our hotel room it's great and I like the place already it's like it's clean very clean I can see and you have some nice building you know pretty strange building but they are awesome they are nice and uh, Doha for me you know it's someone breathtaking you will want to come again with you know your family to show off and stuff like that but being here at the World Championships I mean it's a great um, thing for me so I think it's my what my second world championship, third world championship actually, yeah. So I didn't get opportunity to get a medal this time around because of the new system that um, they are bringing the IPC. So I didn't get the opportunity to really go up on the podium as yet. But I have one more uh, competition left, um, it's the shot put. So I think it's where, you know, I probably stand a chance. Just explain to me uh, this new system. No, it's a system um, where... Um, I really can't um, explain it very much because I'm not understanding that much, but I think my management team, my coach, can really give you insight on that. But I'll tell you a little bit what I understand so far. But um, different from that, they would have to explain it. But what I understand is that they're coming with a system. They actually have the Raza system, but the Raza system is no more. The Raza system is something like it's a point-standing thing in terms of um, yeah, it categorizes disability. You know, in terms of um, you have, say for me, I'm astrogenesis. So it's like you have an astrogenesis going up against somebody with um, just a spinal density or a person with a one leg or a one arm. And you know, basically, that person is very stronger than that astrogenesis person. It's like a, what you don't call a heavyweight going up against a middleweight or a lightweight. So it's like, uh, to me, a disadvantage. Mm-hmm. So we used to do what, like we used to do, we used to do a, a, a system with um, a point system in terms of you get point system in your class if the class merge. Because I understand when they don't get a lot of athletes in your class, they tend to merge it, but they give you the lower class points and that can even also make you get a medal. Ah, oh, I see. Right, because you used to show probably closer to the world record, they used to count it. And stuff like that. The bigger class get points, you know, but we the younger class get a more point than the bigger class. It's both way, but it work out well, you know, level play a few, so to speak, you know, but I still don't see where it's level in that way. You know, but so that kinda cosmic, I must say. 
you know, I made a, you know, no, but I'm um, in the shot put, it's, it's just all 53. So I'm like comfortable with that because I'm going up against a person that has the same disability as me. So I should be coming out um, with something, I hope. But I've never done the shot put before. It's the first time I'm doing it. So let's see. In training, I'm looking good, you know, doing some distance where I never used to think I would show just doing shot put. Remember, because we discussed it back home, I said, all right, he just said, um, give it a try. And it's a lucky thing I even take it up, you know, and so forth. Like, so I would have just go with the javelin and not knowing, you know, that this system will come. I want to talk about your multidiscipline skills in, in just a moment. But uh, first, first of all, uh, what I'd like to know is when you meet someone who perhaps doesn't know you, say, at a dinner party or out for drinks or out for dinner or something like that, when, if they don't know who you are, how do you describe yourself, what you do? Oh, I describe myself. I, like, I don't, I, I like, um, if they came to me, if they come to, come to me most of the time, I'm not going to say, hey, you know, I'm a, uh, 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 well, they would say in Jamaica, superstar, or, um, uh, you know, you know, if they come over and like, you know, come and, you know, what do you do? Uh, so I say, hey, I work, I'm an orthopedic technician back in Jamaica, uh, but I also do sports. What kind of sports? Well, I do um, athletics in terms of I do track and field. I do uh, I play a little bit of basketball. Uh, but my main thing that I'm you know known for is the discus juggling. You know, and I started sports in 1996 back home in Jamaica. Then didn't take it up seriously until because I used to play basketball back forth and that's just just those things from a kid from kids days and then from um. I take it up seriously. My coach bring it to me. Say if I wanted to do um, um, field events, I said no because it was just a sport that I don't think I could I could like because you just sit down and choose something, and I don't think I used to stand a chance getting something from out of that because I used to think I have to throw a million miles over the sea, you know, think about doing wrong. Didn't understand the disability thing, the 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 the, the, the different discipline. Or uh, you know the level of um, this, um, this what we call disabled software. So getting into it, understand it. Then from the day I started, I started in 1990. Sorry, I started in 2003. At the games in Birmingham, England, I think it's a British Open, and I got a gold medal there. That's my first game, and then same year, I went to Argentina at the Pan American Games, and I got two gold medals there. And from there on. The following year, I qualified for the um, the Athens Paralympics Games, and that's where I, again, in this course, I, I got a gold medal, and I also broke the F53 world record, and from there on, I, so now. So basically, in one year, <laughs> you start a sport, then you become a world record holder world, and a yeah, Paralympic yeah. champion. Right, right, because in the Panam Games, I break a record, in the Panam Games in Argentina, but I didn't realize is when I get back home, they say, hey, you broke the world record. Not the world record, the Panam record. And I broke the Panam record again in, um, yes, in Argentina. And I broke the world record in Athens. So is this just something which just immediately came natural to you? Or did you have to work really hard? Or was it the fact that you'd done basketball or any other sports before? Why do you think that you just took like it like a duck to water? I think it's because it's just a natural thing. Me because I used to play basketball and I'm pretty strong. I used to do it's like I'm in athletic already. I've done I, it's like I'm already doing my training, and that is something that is like you know, it's been there, you know, just there, like waiting for me, 
you know, it's like, you know, it's like, say, a LeBron James who just come in and just start blow up. So it's like, you know, um, I have it in my yard, like in my home with me every day. So it seems like the norm to me. You say that about the norm. I was, I was watching a video earlier on YouTube of um, you breaking the world record. I think it was the 2013... Yeah, IPC World Championships. The yeah. World Championships there. And you just seemed so cool about it. it, it to me, oh. it looked like you've just thrown the javelin, broken the world record, and you're like, this is what I do. This is another yeah, day. Yeah, is yeah, is yeah. that your attitude? You seem so relaxed about oh, it. Oh, that's me because, you know, I, um, I know. I know I can do it. I know because... When I'm back in Jamaica, I, I train very hard. I train every day except Saturday and Sunday. I'll probably public holiday, spend some time with my family. But um, I must spend time under the weights. So when I weights, so when I get like the the the, the javelin, it's, it's all light to me, you know. So it's not an eight hundred javelin which is too big. It's a six hundred, so it's very light. So it's like a little magic stick for me. Mm. I could break it more, but I say you know what? Let me leave some for our next game. Nice like be so you know so it's, when I come to the world championship it's very very relaxing for me. So it's a little bit like when a baseball player goes up to hit the ball, they swing about three or four bats in their hand because it's a heavy weight, and so, then when they pick up the light bats, most definitely, most definitely, ah, most that's, definitely. That's, that's really interesting. So I'm 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 really intrigued uh, about your your training. You say you, you train six days a week. Give me a, a typical day uh, in your life uh, when you're back home. What time you get up? How many hours you train? what proportion is weights, what proportion is, is actually to javelin and discus. And I, because I'm also really intrigued the fact that you do two disciplines and have been successful in both. Okay, right. Um, my everyday life is like, um, you know, I, I get up, you know, in the morning, I get up about like, like 6 o'clock. Um, you know, I just get up, prepare breakfast, so forth, because I cook for myself. Uh, I live with my other brother. He's a disabled just like me, so we live together with my and my girlfriend. So, um, you know, we get up, we get around, move around, help our people, uh, you know, stuff around the house, and then we'll go to breakfast, leave by 8 o'clock to work, to be at work by 8.30 and uh, work. And um, from work, I leave work at about like uh, 4, 5, sometimes I go to 5. Start training when I leave. I start training like about 5.30, 6. And I train further. So my training, I start like some little round the round like there. Around the center is like a tramp. Um, it's like it's a really habitation center, but we have a sports club. So we train around that center. We have a sports area where we train. I do a couple of grass in a scooter, like yeah, a boarded scooter. So we drive, we do a couple of laps. Then uh, we um, do the gym, and after we gym, we do some warm up, and then we get on the field and do what the coach asks us to do and stuff like that. So it's something like um, it's even hard for us. In back in Jamaica, we don't have anybody to pick up the implement for us. We locked our chair, throw the distance, throw many of what we want to throw the javelin out of discuss. Then we have to pull our seat back, come down back in the scooter, ride, go for it, and then come back for it. That's how hard it is in Jamaica. And the grass are like high. Oh, wow. Yeah, not really high, high, but it's like a distance. So it's like tick. So doing all of that is built. It built us. It's not like when I wear here and in the States or other places in foreign land. It's easy because you got people who come and help and stuff like that. So things are very easy. Mostly machinery here. But in Jamaica, it's really hard. So after that, I leave. I, leave. I train until 9 o'clock in the night. And then from 9 o'clock, I have to finish off with some basketball. 
Wow. Uh, it's yep. a long day. Yeah, so um, there's some time I finish at 10. So I train field events about, from about like um, 6, 7, 8. Start play basketball by 8.30. Finish at about 9.30, sometimes 10. And then straight home then. How, how many hours sleep roughly? How many hours sleep? I, um, I go to bed late enough because sometimes when I go home, I watch some TV. I like to watch the news a lot. Watch my favorite program. If it's for having watch football, you know. Arsenal is usually... Um, oh, damn. Yeah. This interview is taking a weird turn. Arsenal, oh, my goodness. Yes, so I have to get my Arsenal report. That's a basketball year, of course, you know. So, and from there on, you know, um, I go to bed, I surf the net, talk to my, you know, fans uh, on Twitter and so forth. And then um, I started to sleep about sometime, uh, like, 1 o'clock at night. Yeah, because I can't go to bed, like, um, early. It's like... I'm waking up so much time in the nights. So I'm gonna be tired. It's it's and part of that because because you've been so active in those last few hours in the night. Is it because your your body is almost warm and it almost engages your brain to be thinking more? Yeah. Is, is that is yeah. that something yeah. that happens yeah. to you? Yes, definitely, definitely. Because I'm always active. I'm always like undergo. You know, no time to rest. So every time I get that rest, it's like I get up again and move again. So my body's like I just to start. You know, just just get on the ball right away. Sometimes I'm, 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 I'm sure I'm wishing I wanted the night to done to get day coming to try to my you know do what my everyday thing. It's all about just I always wanted work to come off quick, just to go do some training, just to go play some basketball, stuff like that. And you said when you wake up, uh, you're the one cooking for yourself. How important is nutrition? Um, uh, to your everyday life, um, how important is it for you to become the best? Yes, well, to tell you the truth, eating, because to eat right, I, I don't want to say, I, I, I'm not eating that um, good there in Jamaica because it's because of the cost of living there and so forth, so forth. If you're to really treat yourself and eat right, it's expensive because the things are in Jamaica, so it's a bit expensive for me. So I just eat where I can manage and stuff like that. But literally, I just beat weights. I just lift weights. I don't really eat, I don't take supplement, nothing like that. It's just a natural thing for me. I don't really take substance, natural, um, what do you call it? Um, um, what do you call it? Um, stuff to, um, what do you call it? Stuff to make you feel energized, stuff like that. Okay, like in an energy tablet? No, no, I don't take no formal tablets, no formal pill, uh, nothing formal like that. Or something like your energy, I don't call it nutrition or something like that. No, because it's too expensive for me. So I just, I just eat the basic bread and egg, and you know, drink some porridge, uh, soup, whatever. I mean, you know, it's just everyday eating. Vegetables, I don't like. Yeah, I don't like it. I try to, but I don't really like vegetables. It's just me naturally. I'm just gifted, just like probably you know you saying both because it's gifted. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. 
This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. The best in the world podcast with Richard Parr. Arsenal fans, I love you, really. There's nothing weird about being an Arsenal fan. Just a little bit of playful banter there with Alfonso. Although I would have liked Olivier Giroud to have scored against Tottenham in the derby, only for my Premier League dream team, even though he has been doing very well in the last few weeks. Anyway, we're just going to pause from this interview with Alfonso just to remind you that if you want to support this podcast you can go to our sponsors that's audible.com what you have to do is go to audibletrial.com forward slash best where you can get a free 30-day trial and you can download any audio book of your choice that's audibletrial.com forward slash best over 180,000 titles And of course, if you want to get in touch with me, hopefully not to give me abuse for saying it's a bit weird to support Arsenal. Please don't do that. But if you want to get in touch on a positive note, I hope, please go to at Richard underscore par. That's on Twitter. Or head straight to the website, www.richardparr.net. There's a contact page. There's an about page. There's a blog. There's a lot on that site. So please go there. All right, let's get back to one of the best people in the world. That's Alfonso Cunningham. The Best in the World podcast with Richard Parr. I noticed a few pictures with you and Usain. Have you ever given each other any training tips and any insights of what each of you do in your disciplines? You know, I've never really... I've talked, spoke with him. I spoke with him, but um, we never really talk about training. Because he's always on the go, you know, and stuff like that. So I would like to see him healing. We, you know, we talk a little bit just to, hey, what's up? You good, ready? Okay, he has to go. Because he's always on the move. And there's always That's why he's the fastest man. That's why he's the fastest man, right. So I never really get, I don't know his invitation, but I used to train down where he's training at um, Usain Brook Jack Club because my, um, I used to train with a guy down there doing weights because we didn't have much of the weights hit back home in Jamaica. We still needed some equipment there in Jamaica because we are, um, in terms of equipment, in terms of things to make us better in, 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 in our, our, our sports. It's like the machine, the equipment and so forth, less there. Sometimes we have to go out of gym, which is struggling for us because we don't have taxi fare or bus fare to go to out of gym and stuff like that. So 
we try to get the help in certain way or sponsors just to try to sponsor or to make a parliament association with that and so forth. That's why we sometimes we have less of a hand because we don't have the resource and so forth. But we are at the we are nearby, so we just come on by and we just try to work whatever whatever we have. But right now we just short on equipment. That's what limits our our, 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 our program now. I want to talk about that actually because uh, a mutual friend of ours, Nadine Drummond, was part of your GoFundMe um, campaign to help provide uh, to try and help get some of the Jamaican uh, para athletes here at the World Championships. How difficult can it be to get funding, and um, are you involved in thinking of different ways of, of how the team can get to all these different places around the world for competitions? Yes, I've been to. You know, I wanted to see it, um, that come about in terms of um, different because I wanted to start some program like because when I see Nadine try that stuff I wish to myself if I can do something to, to try and get that help some stuff somewhere is a sponsorship just to get us because when us back home in Jamaica I don't want to let them feel like that or so but it's difficult to get sponsorship from our own corporate uh, companies in Jamaica and stuff like that it's difficult mm -hmm. so forth so when we see Nadine start this program and try to get us here we feel so good because the last world championship we didn't make it and when i checked the ipc thing and say because we didn't make it if i was at the world championship i would break in two records and bring home two world makers world um gold medals i was so disappointed i almost quit the sports because of lack of sponsorship and funding so i'm looking at like like they don't appreciate what we disabled doing for our country so I, I, I almost nearly um, gave it up because of that. But you nearly gave it up because of that? Yeah, I nearly gave it up because we're, I said we're doing the same thing as much as the able body athletes, but we're still not getting that help that much. I mean, you know, it's hard being physically challenged and doing sports and going over the world because we're making the, we're doing the same thing that the able body are doing. We are in the same stadium. We are going at the same um, middle podium. We're making our anthem play, we make our flag high, and we're performing and we train hard, just as them. But we're just not getting that support. We get support, but not much. And if we do get, you know, support, it's not like probably how they were quick to jump on an able body to sponsor an able body. So it's been difficult for us in Jamaica, it's disability to get sponsorship for our Paralympic movement. Is there anyone so here? So right now, we even probably worrying about going to um, Brazil with a team. That's why we can't bring even a full team sometime. So who, who needs to do more here? Is it your Paralympic Association? Is it the government? Is it uh, companies in your country? Where, 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 who do you think should be working a little bit harder to help you? I think the Paralympics are doing everything they, they can. They are doing, but they're just probably not getting it from the government. Try something. But corporate sponsor, I think, in terms of the corporate sponsors, um, businesses and so forth. That's what, to me, when Jamaica. But the government, they try a little something, something sometimes. I won't say they don't. They do try and stuff like that. But it's not enough, you know, from the, 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 the corporate sponsors. Because surely when you come home with a gold medal from London Olympics, Athens Olympics... For me, if I was a businessman, it would make sense to 
try and get you promoted. You know, yeah. 2016, it's, we're taking our gold medalist back to the Olympics. Can he win another one? Yeah, 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 that's it, you know. But how many are thinking like you? That's the thing about it. No, because they will come and they will meet you and they're, hey, clap, 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 but that's just clapping. Mm. Yes, we have another game coming. Oh boy, I don't know who's going to help you. Yeah. Yeah, so that's another thing. They will clap, but, you know, what's next when the game? When you're three days, you're, you're like, when you're three days, three days ready to leave. Oh boy, you know, we're struggling to probably get sponsorship. And they probably, they, they will tell you, they will tell you probably, oh, I'll do something. But when you go back, go back, bro, it's a different story. But I really can't give you much about it because I'm not in management, so I don't know how that part works. I'm just telling you what probably I know I'm fine in terms of how I see it look. But I know definitely we are struggling to, to, to get sponsorship to our team. That's why I said thanks to Medina and stuff like that. We wanted to do great things when we come, but because of the IPC system, like I tell you, because I know I'm coming here planning to break work, planning to do great things. But when I reach is a different story in terms of um, um, the IPC rules and changes. How difficult is it to go between the different disciplines you take part in? You, I know you, you've been a champion at javelin, you've been a champion at discus, you're now trying shot, but um, <clears throat> again, does it come natural for you for all of them or, or is there a difficulty at all? No, not difficulty at all. It's a natural thing for me. Though, it's a natural thing for me to get up and I train hard, I won't say. I don't get up and just train. I, I train hard to reach it. Excuse me. I train hard to reach that level. Everyday training and now what I put in. Like I said, I don't take no um, nothing to, you know, um, care for it. You know, like go eat great food or drink so, uh, stuff for like my body feel good and stuff like that. Can't for it because it's not easy in Jamaica. I just train naturally. Weights, eat right sometimes, you know, when you can afford it and so forth. But, um, you know, I'm just natural differently. I just feel I'm natural and I work hard for it and I'm. I'm very positive. Um, I pray about it a lot because you know I can't leave God from out of it, and um, you know I just stay focused. Just stay focused and don't you know let anything bother me. Sometimes when I just started, I see some guys with some big body. It used to chew me out in terms of it used to like you know um, make, make makes me wanna get um, stop because I say I'm going with these big guys, but it's like I just go into a David and go like at mine David and. Yeah, minds, frames, and you know what? I'm smart, but I know I can't take, I can't do damage. And that's what happened. And I prayed about it every day and every competition I'm going in, and that's why I'm still reading until today. And I think I'm because I'm humble. I don't boast about it. I just know what I can do. You know, I, that's happened. I noticed on your Twitter page that you like to retweet positive quotes and things like that. It, it, you mentioned you're a positive person. Is that something you well, look you towards every you morning? You oh, I'm a journalist. I've got to do my job here, Alfonso. <laughs> you check me out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, like to, um, I like to put out positive things. If you notice, I put out a lot of things about the sneer, about positiveness. If you notice, I talk about, you know, put out most of Rastafarian stuff, because I'm a Rastafarian. Um, I like to put out stuff about just positive things. Me. Is there one quote that you always look towards? One quote? Yeah. Be humble. That's my quote. Be humble and focus on what you're doing. But I'm just a humble person. I'm not loud. I'm not, you know, um, boasting. I don't boast in anything. Just humble. And you will you'll go far in life. 
you know, and I tried to be um, a road mod. I wanted to be a road mod because I wanted to see it coming. That is the reason why sometimes I don't give up sports. Because I realized when I go into different communities, people saw me, they, you know, in Jamaica, I said, yeah, you motivate me. You mean to be with me, you really feel, even that everybody person when they see me. Sometimes they even cry and say, boy, I'm, I'm here sitting down to say I can't do this and do that. And look at you, you're in a wheelchair and you're doing great things. So that won't elevate me. That's what I wanted to do. That's why when I go there, when they say them stuff to me, positive stuff to me, that's what me, me, make me better when I go there and perform because I'm doing it for them, my country, and also for them. Well, I, I definitely think you're a role model. Um, and obviously, I, I know where to find you on Twitter. But if anyone listening to the podcast wants to know how to get in touch with you, where can they find you? Where is your Twitter, Facebook, any kind of social media? Okay, that's all right. You can find me at... Um, we go Instagram for us. Um, you can find me at Instagram. I'm same Alfonso, but the people's champ. Alfonso, I just put it up again. The people's champ underscore. Yeah, the people's underscore champ. Sorry. And you can find me at um, Alfonso Cunningham on Facebook. Alfonso Cunningham. That's A L P H A N S O Cunningham. And it's also on Twitter, the same thing. Right? I think it's um, Flames23. I think it's AC Flames23. Okay, well, I hope everyone gets in touch with you because I, I've, I've certainly found this interview very interesting. Thanks, I um, appreciate it. so thank you for being the best in the world. The Best in the World podcast with Richard Parr. Great chat there with Alfonso Cunningham, two-time Paralympic gold medalist in two different disciplines. Really enjoyed my time talking to him. If you wanted to know, he didn't end up leaving Doha with any medals on this trip. But it was fantastic for him and the rest of the Jamaica team just to be there. You heard the story there of how they had to get funded to reach the Middle East. And I think that's something we all could be doing a little bit more about trying to help these para-athletes and different Paralympians uh, reach their events. And especially with the Rio Paralympics coming up next year. So if you hear of anyone who needs support, please please help them. Please give, give them the support they need. Well, this has been another fantastic episode of The Best in the World with Richard Parr. We've got more great guests coming up your way on the podcast, on iTunes, on Stitcher. Please download, please subscribe, please rate. It helps boost the popularity of this show. It comes out every Wednesday, so I'll see you next week. The Best in the World podcast with Richard Parr. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. 
That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.